My name is Elise B. Olsen and I am a fashion editor. Every day kind of is very different for me. Um, I travel a lot and, you know, I do a lot of emails and I do a lot of kind of um, administrative things. But as an editor, I think it's mostly talking to contributors and working with my network and, you know, talking to writers and gathering um, content for a publication. I also think that in independent publishing today and as an independent publisher and an editor, I think you kind of have you have to have like, you know, a lot of different hats, you know? I don't just do content. I don't just have a traditional, you know, fashion editor role. I also think it's, um, you know, I do marketing, I do accounting, I do distribution, I do, you know, I kind of take, take care of the whole, you know, part, so. So I have my own production company where I, you know, do commercial projects and where I do publishing and, you know, work on my publications together with my business partner, Matessa Vasegi. And the dynamic is kind of, you know, interesting because I'm both the employer, but I'm also the employee in a lot of ways. Um, but I think that's also very common for, you know, creatives in this kind of current, you know, fashion climate. Um, that you are kind of, you know, a freelancer and you're outsourcing, you know, to different projects and you work a little bit here and you work a little bit there. So I think that kind of, yeah, I think it's kind of common in today's climate. Well, I think there's always challenges, um, you know, in, in working on independent projects and, and with independent publishing and well, I would say that the two main challenges that I face are kind of, it's the money and it's the space. And which means that you kind of have to carve out your own space in the industry and kind of, you know, set your foot in on your own and also kind of to make, you know, money on your own, which is also hard when you're, you know, an independent you know, editor or working in fashion in general. And especially maybe as a young creative, it's important to be kind of valued as much as anyone else out there and yeah, to get paid. Well, I think it's kind of hard to keep up a daily routine. And also when you run your own projects, you have a lot of freedom to kind of, you know, yeah, every day is very different. Um, but usually what I say is that I need, you know, I need Wi-Fi in an airport and then I can do my job. Well, I think it was all kind of a lucky um, mistake in a way um, because I never kind of, it was never so that I worked really hard to like, you know, get into this industry of fashion or publishing, I think. But I think I had like an entrepreneurial spirit since I was very little. I always kind of like to, you know, like turn my room into like a, you know, mini hotel or like a, you know, grocery store and kind of pretend that I was like, you know, a hairdresser or like a, you know, dentist or whatever. So I kind of, that's kind of like in me and I kind of used to play a lot with, with that. But fashion and publishing has become, and media has kind of become the outlet for this like entrepreneurial spirit in a way. But I started blogging when I was 13 and created, you know, my own blog, which is, I think something very common for, you know, people of my generation as well. I think the blog, you know, again, this was before Instagram was kind of this, way to access an international network and audience and kind of, you know, publish your own, 
you know universe and create your own persona so i think that's very common of people in my generation but on my blog i learned very basic you know skills of you know not only content production but also marketing and communicating with my audience and you know ba very basic coding and i think that's kind of what made me interested in you know fashion media although on a very basic level So when it comes to, you know, publishing and editing and working in fashion, I think I think I've mostly just learned by by doing and also learned by making mistakes in a way, because when I published the first issue of my first publication, which is called Recent's Paper, which is a youth magazine, it was kind of you know, the beginning was just about it was all about doing it and it was me and a few other you know, 13 year olds that kind of created a magazine in like a word document. And, you know, we made it, you know, we made like a hundred page publication and we sent it to print in a thousand copies. And um, it was all very ambitious and it came out of print and it was, you know, the, the logo was pixelated, you know, and the cover was pixelated and there was a lot of grammar mistakes and it was all kind of just, it was awful, you know, but, in a way, I think it's important talking about making mistakes because at the end of the day, that's how you really learn. Well, I don't think there's this, you know, one specific skill necessarily that you need to have as an editor. I think it's more about kind of taking care of, you know, the whole spectrum of things and having, you know, an overview and most importantly, having a vision. And I think, you know, knowing where to pull threads and kind of putting together a good team of contributors or collaborators or partners. I think maybe that's, you know, the most important thing, bringing people together and kind of, you know, creating good things together. I think maybe that's the most important thing. The good thing about this job is definitely that I get to be around so many fantastic you know, talent and people and work with them and be inspired by them and kind of, you know, witness them and create good things together. I think that's the best thing about this job is probably that, you know, sometimes it can be, you know, structurally a little bit unpredictable in terms of, you know, money and planning. And sometimes, you know, there's a month where you have a shit ton to do and one month where, you know, there's nothing to do. Um, but at the same time, I think that's also a benefit of the job, the freedom, and I kind of like it. Maybe I should study medicine. I would like to be a doctor. I think it's kind of hard to mention just one project just because I have a very holistic approach to what I do and, you know, a very particular narrative that, you know, each project kind of fuels the other and it's all a part of something bigger in a way. Um, and I also have a very particular duration with my projects, you know, for example, with the first publication that I did recent, I did seven issues. And when I turned 18, I decided to resign as a symbolic, you know, gesture of kind of power and authority. Um, and then I started wallet shortly after which is you know the project that i'm working on right now which is a fashion commentary publication um, in which i'm trying to kind of 
I don't know, redeem the state of fashion journalism and, you know, text and in-depth, you know, journalism. Um, but also with Wallet, you know, the idea is to, to kind of do 10 issues, 10 very, you know, um, particular issues on very particular themes. Every issue is almost like its own book in a sense and we're going to do 10 issues in total so i just published issue number six um so there's four more to go and then that's going to be kind of a holistic you know series of, of issues so i have a very particular duration um, with my projects so back when i was doing recents um we put out the first issue it was all just a big mistake i felt and i was kind of depressed for a few months but then i decided that i have to keep going and this is just about doing it so i you know i got an art director and a graphic designer on board i got into the full distribution international distribution you know good production good printing so we put together this 200 page issue two of reasons and it came out and you know I was very happy about it so we kind of had this you know we were sending out press releases and no one really like wanted to write about it so my art director and I was kind of we were, we were brainstorming this one day and you know he's double my age so so he comes to me and he says Elise why don't we submit an application to the Guinness book I mean Guinness World Book of Records and say that you're the world's youngest editor-in-chief and I said you know Guinness world records nobody really cares about that of my generation but we submitted it and we kind of sent out the press release that you know I was the world's youngest editor-in-chief and, and all this stuff and you know press started to really pick up like pick up on it and you know the Guardian in the UK they wrote this big you know feature about me and El País in Spain wrote a big feature about me and this kind of started like rolling but then like a year after we got a reply from from Guinness and they couldn't you know accept the nomination because I was too young so that was kind of funny well I think it's you know always important to be you know demanding um, and especially as a young person it's very easy to kind of be exploited, you know, for your talent and, you know, maybe not, you know, paid as much as as an established person or an older person. So I think it's always important to be demanding and to kind of, you know, realize that if you work with a company as a photographer, or as a, you know, consultant or whatever it might be, you know, make sure you get you know, properly paid and also understand that, you know, there's, it's always a mutual exchange. These companies need you as much as you need them. And, you know, not just solely that you need them. So I think that's very important. Um, and to always, of course, be professional. The other thing I think is important, and it might sound silly coming from me because I haven't really, I mean, I'm the most impatient person but I think patience is really important and if there's one advice that I would even give to myself at you know 13 or 14 it is to pace down and look at you know what you're doing from like you know a broad perspective and you know maybe for some people that kind of involves education um, you know whether it's traditional education or creative education or academic education or you know 
digital education or self-education, whatever it might be, I think the education format kind of gives you a framework to, you know, kind of work on yourself and, you know, do research and get disciplined and kind of, um, yeah, it gives you that, it, it allows you that time to kind of research and, and create while still kind of, yeah, I don't know, being patient. I think that's really important to remember. Absolutely. And I think that my generation have a whole different, you know, expectation, both as consumers, but also as people involved in the industry. Um, so I think that's really, you know, I think that's very possible. And um, especially if we kind of focus on having a critical filter and question things, because again, my, you know, young people are being exposed to so much information and so much stuff online that it's important to kind of, you know, sometimes take a step back and, you know, really question what we're, you know, being fed in a way. So I think that's important. Well, I think it's a very, you know, dynamic job. I think it's a very inspiring job. It's a job that allows you to think big and to be ambitious. Um, I think it gives you a lot of freedom and I think you get to, to meet a lot of amazing, talented people, collaborate with amazing people. And I think all of those things kind of make, you know, being a fashion editor one of the best jobs in the world. <laughs>